Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Jody Podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the art of successful relationships. I'm Jody, and the love of my life and partner in crime, Laura, is by my side. Say hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. How are you? I can call you that now on the podcast because we've come a long way that people know you're Bubba. I am a Bubba. You are. It's from your prison time, wasn't it? Yes, yes. I was uh, certainly quite the man back in the day. I was like a basketball player, constantly taking it to the hole. Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> but I'm bump chick. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> something. I'm not going to. Don't say that then. <gasps> Good. How are you today, my lovely? Um, it's a little warm in here, actually, and the the dog is probably just waiting to. She's waiting to float one up on us, right? Yeah. She, she just kind of came walking in, and mm-hmm. she's she's chilling there, chewing, chewing on somebody's socks. My socks. She has a sock fetish. Mm-hmm. I, Most I dogs do. So Chelsea has that too. She likes socks. Yeah. That's such a. An odd thing. Um, well, but okay. But so she's chomping away at some socks. Now she's rolling on the socks. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is all going to culminate <laughs> in a, a boisterous boof from her buns. She's like, they're, they're like Dobby from Harry Potter because he loved socks, Dobby. If you recall, he had the socks. He it did. was his master. And she kind of looks like Dobby. She does. Did I, did I mention that in one of the previous podcasts no. about how when dogs fart, they look like someone else did it? You ever notice that? Yeah, I think when the painters were here, you said that. Yeah, and I saw her, like, I was walking her, like, the other day. It doesn't happen when she's outside, though, because she can squeak away like no one's business. So she's walking along here. (laughs) Not a problem. Not a problem, right? But in the house, anything comes out, she's looking around, like, who did it? It's very funny. It's like a little little mystery fart for her. Thank you. Where'd it come from? Thank you for that. Yeah. So, um, hello everyone. We are back. Uh, mm-hmm. Peanut butter and Judy. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're going to have a little discussion about um, relationships that have um, relatively uh, large gaps in age from yes. both sides. So, mm-hmm. so men who are with older women and women who are with older men. And what might, you know, bring them together? What might they be looking for? What might, what might they be looking to satisfy in those relationships? Um, if there's something deeper or just, you know, you like a little patch of gray in your hair or something, you know. Who knows where this can lead us? I don't know, but it was interesting because, all right, well, we'll uh, I'll give my opinion after. So do you want to start? Do you want to do... The uh, men for older women? Yeah, because I... Are you? I have a... Oh, I think you're going to say you're a man. <laughs> well, I'm... I, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. Go ahead. Um, I... Yes. Uh, in my younger years... Yeah. I did have a very brief fling with someone who was 14 years older than me. 
But see, now that's 14 years doesn't sound crazy when you're our age now. It's but crazy when you're Kevin Spacey. Well, yeah. It's, I'm just uh, it's my little, okay, bad joke. Go yeah, ahead. 14 and 26 was the age gap uh, there. I love him. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to get off on. You don't want to get off on. Okay. Hey. Come on. Come on. We're, gonna- we're getting off on someone. <laughs> You're talking about Kevin Spacey, and next we're getting off. What I don't know what's going on here. Where's this podcast going anyway? It's going right down the right down the dumper. Just go. Okay. I'm sorry, it's my fault. So I did have a a brief fling with someone who was 14 years older than me, and okay. when when I put it in perspective, um, I was 20 and the person was 34. Okay. And married. With children. Wow. Yeah. Stan is now going to pray for your soul. <gasps> yeah, and I would have needed it at that age. But, you know, hey, I was I was a young guy. You do what you do. But um, I so I do have an experience out there, um, which kind of debunks all of that. All right, so let me ask a question. Shoot. What attracted you to her? Um... Okay. Um, no, be, be honest. I'm, it's not like... Purely physical. Purely physical. Yep. Okay, She's so, dumb as a rock. So so go down your list And here. I was also, You're, I will state, I was coming out of a relationship. Uh, yeah. Too. So I was kind of like, well, screw it. Whatever. No strings attached. No, nope, I don't care. And obviously no strings attached because she was married. Right. So that's perfect. Well... I mean, for it, you. It's perfect. But the problem is, is that I can talk. Right. Really? Yeah. No. I'm, I'm a little bit of a chatterbug. <laughs> but I was also an opportunist on someone who was in a bad relationship and said pretty much anything. Oh, she was in a bad way, too. I guess so. So she was in a crummy marriage. I had come out of a relationship. But in order for me to accomplish what my sinister little goal was, which was just to make whoopee for a while, um, I said pretty much anything. What is this, a newlywed game? It is. But I said pretty much anything to accomplish that goal. Okay. So if you look at the five, yeah. okay, and we're going to see what she had. Or, you know, the, uh, you know, this is obviously mm-hmm. for younger men to older women. Right. So the, the five categories are... Go ahead. Um, confidence, right? Okay. Um, responsible. Mm-hmm. Independent, yeah. Friendship and great sex. In this case, not worrying about uh, pregnancy or something like that. So they might be referring to someone's even a little older than thirty-four, right? But then, it, but it also, if you are with someone who's thirty-something and they happen to have a couple of kids and they happen to have their tubes tied, same goal. Well, right? did she? Um, I want to say yes. Okay. Um, but, you know, she fits. She was in the number three where, um, you know, independent, no strings attached. Yeah, no strings attached. There wasn't a. Well, see, that's the thing. That's weird. OK, yeah. I want to see what he says. Not playing head games and not clingy. But see, it all depends. See, in this case, for me, 
I was saying things that would lead somebody down a whole different direction. I wasn't playing it like I'm an independent guy. I was, yeah, but you know what? She knew what she was getting into. I'm yeah, just going to say, she's no fool. No, but I'm saying stuff like, I would love to take you away from that man and take care of you and your children. Wait a minute, you said that to me. You want to take me away. Yeah, but I meant it. And you it. married me. But oh. I meant it. Okay, I don't know now. I'm questioning this whole thing. Yeah, so, um, but I would say pretty much anything. Okay. So... Um, from an independence perspective, from my perspective, yeah, um, that was it was certainly about independence. I didn't have to, to deal with any strings because she was clearly married. You know, it's interesting when, when I was when I was researching this because I thought, you know, when we were doing the other one in the very beginning, like episode three and four, I think it was right. Um, yeah. And we talked about um, the attraction to the opposite sex. Right. Mm-hmm. And. I had mentioned, well, you know what, this is pretty much younger people because he talked about, you know, the color red and, and perky breasts and all this stuff. And then we kind of thought, well, what happens like when you get older, you know, and yeah. things just naturally happen. You're, you're still beautiful. You're still attractive. You're still handsome. And what do people but, look at? Yeah, I, I think, think the rules of attraction change. But what I was going to say... Mm. I didn't even think of your story when I was writing that down until you just. Yeah. So so in my perspective, so when we look at like, say, the first category, confidence, right? Um, going with someone who's older, um, less demanding, less drama. They've been around the block kind of thing. And and fun. It, you're just doing it for fun. And that. That is true. Accomplished its goal. Yeah. Um, from a responsible perspective, I would say No. Uh, because she was not act, she was acting emotionally, not responsibly, and I was just irresponsible twenty year old. So I wasn't. So maybe we you know, we have to classify these two things differently. Then we have to classify them: people not having affairs, people that are yeah, just yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think because so somebody with with my uh, my little demonic goal. This probably doesn't apply to because I wasn't looking for a relationship. And this, I think, applies to relationships. You were just looking for a great sex life. But even, and which is funny, though, because even in that scenario, um, I'd still fit into a couple of those categories. You do. But did you know uh, things about her? Mm, not a one. Okay. No. All right. So we're going <laughs> to. So let's, let's take this from. Um, so a man. Uh-huh. Going with an older woman, mm-hmm. what might they be looking for? Right, right. So if 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 a man, a younger man, is looking at an older woman, um, could they be looking for again somebody who's been around the block, no drama? Um, you know, they they're kind of at a different place in life. They don't really want to deal with any of that stuff. Well, they always say, I would not know that if you have an older woman with a younger man that that's like they're sexually electric they're electric yeah i guess because they're at the um equal uh sexually mature levels or at least i want to say sexual maturity because um a man's stamina at a younger age uh it might be more vigorous but his lack of experience doesn't make for a more pleasurable experience exactly i was just going to say that actually Okay, um, but they can, if people want to go very frequently and and get together, yeah, they they probably have the same capacity 
for the action. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. So are, are we good with that? Yeah, I think I think so with that. Um, we talked about uh, responsible. Yeah. You know, you think you think a, someone's looking for a responsible person? You no, I don't think for it somebody meant that. I don't think it meant what that. What does that mean? It meant that they're responsible in their own life. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Not that, not that kind of responsible. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that makes sense because it also like they're making their own money. They're independent. Right. All so that responsible stuff. and independent kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Now, how about friendship? That's when you kind of get to know the person, you know, like uh, their favorite color and what's your favorite food. And but what would a younger guy have in common with an older woman when it comes to friendship? A younger guy. Because women older... tend to be more mature anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So how would a young guy what? Re- hey, relate hey, in a friendly way? We're going to use me for the example. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I am somebody that's into things that might interest a younger guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Like? Comic books. Mm-hmm. Superheroes. Superheroes, action movies. Yeah. So I'd be the kind of person, a young guy would go, hey, you know what? She's a lot of fun to talk to. You're, that's a great example. I, I would agree with you. Yeah. I so I would, be, I would be that one. And we don't have to go over to number five for me because we know where I stand with that. So we're talking about uh, number five's great sex life. <laughs> Not worrying about pregnancy. <laughs> it's not happening here. Hey. No, no pregnancy. Oh, I, had, I thought you meant oh not a great goodness. sex life. I was no. about to be darn offended. You're No, I'm not. Well, I am an older woman, too, but by a Six few months. months, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Mm, like me, me some cougar. older ladies. Ooh. Okay, so. <laughs> zip, zip. So let's mm-hmm. go to the. Mm-hmm. Listen, we have a game at the end we're doing, and I'm excited. It's so okay. let's roll well, on. All right. So, but uh, from a great sex life, we talked about that, right? We're talking about... We talked about all of them, sweetie. No worries. Hang out. Do your thing. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Wow. Okay. So we have um, younger women to older men. Daddy figures. Well, they say things like, I don't know about that. That's kind of creepy. I don't know. Mm -mm. Mm. Mm -mm. We didn't talk about mommy figures with men and older women, too. That is gross. Well, it doesn't mean they want to do things with their mom. Listen, let's go back to Freud, and I'm not going down. I took that in school, and it's disturbing. All right, so we're we're past that, Bubba. We're going on to women, to older men. Women and older gents. Yes. Mm. So here's the thing that younger women like about older men. Shoot, I'm listening. I'm all ears. The first one, and I did not realize women were this vain, by the way. Handsome. Well, look at me. They want to be handsome. They want a guy that's handsome. Okay. Uh, another one is that they can, they're still able to father children. Wow. Because men, women have a limited number of eggs. Women have thousands and thousands of eggs, but will only release limited time. hundreds like the uh, Disney vault, lifetime. like you said. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, but men will, uh, you know, keep on dousing the fire for going to keep as on, long keep as we on, can. Keep on, keep on. Dancing all through the night. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There. No, they just okay, keep uh, so doing, sending the little swimmers off to sea. Well, you know, it's kind of like some of these people we see, like, um, who's the guy that just passed away, the Playboy mansion? Uh, Hef. Hef. 
he always had these really young, beautiful women. And his wife was young and beautiful. And, well, she's probably in it for the money. But, you know, he could probably still deliver the goods. Who knows? Hey, you know, heffing a little blue pill equals an amazing night. Yeah. He was still pretty, like... Spry and everything. Pretty hip. It's that, yeah. that smoking jacket and that pipe. Yeah. Yeah, look at yeah, that. Yeah, look at that. All right, so another one is that they're not as egotistical, but they're very confident. Hmm. Because think about it. If you, I'm going to use a doctor as an example, okay? Yes. And I don't mean this in any, as a stereotype. I'm just, because I was at the doctor today with Christian for his pneumonia. So that's why I'm thinking of it. Poor pneumococcal boy. You get some of these young doctors, some... Okay, or even like young cops, right? And they can be very egotistical. Um, give them a little bit behind them, some years and experience, and they may not be as. Do you think may they, not, they mellow out a bit? May not. Although I had two incidences with cops. Mm. The young cop was very sweet. The older cop was not. A little so, bit prickish. Yeah, he was. Mm. He was. And I was irritated. But... Okay. Well, we're talking about cops. Cops tend to get jaded anyway. I know. But But if you're talking about a professional, you know, not that cops aren't professionals, um, but if you're talking about someone who's in a different profession, maybe they soften a bit with age where a cop might get a little jaded based upon where Because I think you were more egotistical when you were younger. Really? Yeah. I love me. But you're not as egotistical. It's not as pronounced in your personality. I think I had a... uh, a swagger bordering on arrogance. Yeah, you did. And now I think I'm not not quite as as uh, as much with that. No, I, mean, I don't think so. I even with my music stuff, and I, I mean, I remember there was a time when I, I thought, you know, I was I was the uh, I the was cats meow. The cats meow. Yeah, it's one of those '40s terms again, like sling and hash. Yeah, I thought I was. I thought I was the you know the the slick dude on the block there. Until somebody came up and dusted me, but I, I legitimately, my brain thought, yo, I'm the crap because I could play Iron Maiden and no one else could. Are you done? Um, hey, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I do think I've We're mellowed back to the hair topic. with age. I'm you not don't as, have hair with age. Number three. <laughs> Get it? Not as egotistical. Listen. But confident. My joke. Oh, the hair with age? Yeah, I said you have no hair with age. It's, I have hair. It's just on my back. No, you don't. No, I don't have hair on my back. I wouldn't like that. I'd be shaving that when you're sleeping. I'd start braiding it. Okay, so I am so sorry. You were reading number four? We were going to number four. We yeah. were. Yeah. And you said it, didn't you? Um, no, I didn't. I was on number three. We were talking about the not as egotistical but confident. That okay. was where we were. And I thought you just mentioned number four. I didn't. Okay, so more enticing conversations. With an older man because of, of experience. Of course. So like now, like for instance, yeah, I think I've got more to talk about now than I did oh, 30 Lord, years ago. no. We had a three-hour conversation with our first phone date conversation. Hey. Three hours. Bubba, uh, sweetheart, I love you. It's still the same. But you're I'm, a very interesting person. Am I? You're very interesting. Am I? My, Listen, my podcast audience. if you were not... <laughs> Give me a thumbs up if you think I'm an interesting person. Anybody? Anybody? Listen to me. Anybody? You are a very interesting Bueller? person. Bueller? <laughs> just because I'm not saying that you, you just do talk a lot. Yeah, I think there's a difference between being interesting and belaboring a point. Yes, honey. And sometimes I, I probably tend 
tend to put um, hair more detail into something. As now. Then uh, okay. is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you are interesting. Well, thank you. I, I hope I'm interesting. You're very interesting. Wow. And you're beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. I just told wow. the world that peanut butter is beautiful. Pein- you love peanut butter, though. I love peanut butter. I love peanut butter on my banana. <laughs> we should call it a peanut butter and banana. People be like, what is this about? That's a wonderful sandwich. It's the Elvis. Come yeah, on. that's what. Yeah. See, okay. look where all the dirty minds in the audience just went. They all thought I was talking some phallic nonsense. In reality, I'm talking about a delicious sandwich that could be preferably better, even fried. So, ninner, ninner. And speaking of peanut butter, my son-in-law tried it. Peanut butter and, and butter, butter. And liked it. A peanut butter and butter sandwich, which we referred to. And I really appreciated that. Podcast, I yeah. appreciated that he did that. He did. And in fact, you even recommended to enhance the experience even more. <laughs> To have some uh, some generic GIF type of peanut butter instead of some hoity-toity brand of peanut butter mm-hmm. and salted butter. And salted butter. Salted butter. He said it was good. Yeah. So um, And he's a very healthy eater, so I, I really take that as a huge compliment. He's not a, a junk food guy. No. Although he did not like my delicious... Uh, Halava. Halava treat. Halava. <laughs> so the last one for women to older men that mm-hmm. was noted was... Well... Surprise, surprise. They're better at sex. We just mm-hmm. talked about that. And it's not a, a virility issue. No. It's, it's understanding Listen. the pleasure center of the female. Just like with any type of job, get it done, get it done right. We don't need to go on five hours. Just get it done. Yeah, don't belabor the topic. That's Jeez. today's word, friends. Belabor. And it's not an M word. No, it's a B word. It is. Belabor. There's another B word. Yeah, bunghole. No. What other B word were you talking about? (laughs) Boisterous. Bodacious. Oh, that B word. All right. So let's. So so they are better at sex. They're better at sex. um, Because they know where to find that little um, happy spot. (laughs) You know what that's kind of like? Anyone that's ever played... You know, it's funny. I could see, like, the wheels turning as I was looking at you. Yeah, because here's the deal, okay? It, it's like God's little trick on humanity, right? Okay, so so the men, the man's pleasure center, you know, hangs away from the body, and it's, it's one giant sensitive organ. It is. Right? Women's is, like, chilling out. It's hidden in a back room somewhere. And no. it re- you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> When you play Wii Bowling, okay, and anyone that's played Wii Bowling, <laughs> I don't even know where this okay? is going. They have these little uh, no, it's it's a, a perfect analogy. Okay, okay, okay. There's one mode on the Wii Bowling when you play Wii Sports where they add pins. Okay, so you bowl one frame and it's ten pins. The next frame is twenty pins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. Yep. the alley gets wider and wider and wider and wider until you have a hundred pins there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you take your, notice it's balls and pins, right? So you take your ball. If you do it right, you get way over to the edge and you loft the ball and the ball rides down the bumper and hits a tiny little switch at the end and boom, it knocks all the pins down. (laughs) That's the female pleasure center. Okay. I never thought it'd be compared to Wii Bowling. No, but for those who have played Wii Bowling, look it up. 
the hundred pin pleasure center button. So you're saying that people should play that guys should play that more to get their skill going. If they want to understand how to focus in on that pleasure center, they will knock down the hundred pins on one shot. Well, you know what? It's interesting. What I find is that men are very visual. Yeah, well, and I, women. Somewhere I know I women am. need the whole emotional talking to friendship. Women so, need a friend, a friend, and a lover. Men could just have a lover. Yeah, so like women, uh, traditionally. Now there will always be exceptions, but women are not built for the quote unquote one night stand. It takes more to really get to a woman, right? Right. Is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I guess the one they stand works just fine for this middle uh, little Miss Pants over here, little Miss Hot Pants. Um, I didn't say that. I was just laughing. Yeah. Uh huh. I was sure. just laughing. A little bit sinister in the laughter. I didn't have a one night stand. Today's word number two. I sinister. did not have a one night stand, but you know what? I'm not the typical female with things either. So You're not, sometimes but, I but am. But I think most people universally agree that that. It is. It's not it as is, you can pleasure a man with a pound of chopped meat. Well, thank you. I'm not equating you to chopped meat, but what I'm you saying is you equate me to a freaking bowling game, and now I'm chopped no, meat. You're not the bowling game. The pleasure center of a woman. I is the am bowling a woman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But see, but I'm. I've, I've practiced the hundred oh. pin shot many times. You're gonna be practicing by yourself. Hey. I have an M word for you. Oh. <laughs> Michelangelo. pump. <laughs> was that the M word, Michelangelo? Yeah, that was it. Meniscus. Yeah, him painting the ceiling. Yeah, oh, my M-word. goodness. This just took a turn. <laughs> Whew, man. Are you sweating now? Rough crowd, rough crowd. Okay. Hey? So, all right. So we talked about that. Anything else you want to say about that? No, and I think that, that it's actually a pretty interesting conversation. Um, I wish we, well, actually, I do know somebody that's a younger woman, older man. Yeah. Not by a lot. Um, that would be interesting to hear, you know, what they think. Maybe uh, maybe we'll bring them in and, and get their perspective on where it would be an interesting conversation with them would be the um, because you're talking about how many years of time you're talking about more than a decade, like eight. Right. Which is like almost a generation. Maybe nine. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think that's yeah. an interesting perspective, too, because I think it's not it's not close enough um, and then also when people came up to, you have someone who was, you know, you know, born, you know, uh, very early in the sixties or someone who's born very late in the sixties, mm-hmm. um, be, it would be an interesting conversation. We should work that out. Well, she wants to come on. So, okay, well, well, we can plan on that. Okay. I think that would, that would give a lot of insight into, um, and I think it'll bring a lot more emotional depth to what somebody looks for because, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about, about an established guy. Yeah, because you know? I've never, you know, I never dated a younger guy, so I can't. No, except I mean for an me. older guy. I'm sorry. I mean an older guy. Uh-huh. I've never dated an older guy because I was I was young when we when we married too. That's true. Yeah, we married pretty much out of the womb. I think if, if I would have been with younger guys right now. Hey, just saying. What about my experience? Remember, honey, nobody's like you. I could never replace you. You just talked about replacing me with a fleet of younger men. If I didn't have you, if you were never in my sight. I see. That's what I'm saying. But You're my bubba. And I am the, I am the, the top of the hill. Gee, come on. The top of the heap, we, the king of the we hill. We click A number so well. one. 
we click so well it's not even funny i know no we do we have we have tremendous chemistry uh, across all spectrums yes mm-hmm Mm-hmm. We do, yeah. It's we are we're like a little chemistry Why a experiment. Spectrum. It's like named after a really bad car, and an arena in Philadelphia. And an <laughs> so there you go. Okay. So you want to play a game with me? You want to do your game voice for me? Well, what are you gonna? What's this game called? This kind of goes with everything of when you meet somebody, which goes along with our whole theme of relationships. And these are some fun questions. Um, that you could do together as a couple to get to know somebody, not just the typical questions. Okay, so we're going to call this. You ready? Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, join us, boys and girls, as we play the Insight Game. Well, today's Insight Game guests are Laura, lovingly known as Peanut Butter, and her chubby friend, Jody. Ho! <laughs> How was that? That was excellent. I love it. I love you. I love you, too. Okay. So, do you want me to ask you a question? You want, yeah. I'm going to put out the question, and then you can answer it first. Let's see just how shocking the answers can be. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, my first question is what is the most ridiculous fact that you know? Hmm. For you, I just need one. Okay. Uh, Danny Partridge's best friend's name. Go ahead. Punky Lazar. That's about as obscure as you're going to get. Well, I don't really have a ridiculous fact, but... I think my thing is that I can do Roman numerals very quickly. She can. It's it's astounding. It's like we'll watch the Christmas movies. And yeah, yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching. Uh, Santa Claus is coming. Santa to Claus town. is coming to town, and it shows MCLVXRXFA, and she's like, "Oh, that's like 1973," and I'm like, wow, "I don't know why. Man. It's weird." Yeah, really it's like weird. It's like a savant type of thing. It's awesome. Okay, next question. This is a good one. Shoot, lady. What three items would you buy that would make a cashier uncomfortable? Mm. I have a good one. Okay. Um, Can I give mine first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Condoms. Okay. Toothpicks. Okay. And a hammer. <laughs> wow. Mm. Condoms, toothpicks, and a hammer. <laughs> Holy moly. Wow, you're a, you're a little you know psychopath. Really, you know what's really scary? Huh? Is that I came up with that in like a second. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even like thinking. Go ahead. Oh. And it could be any store. It could be a hardware store. It could be yeah. a food store. It could be... A Walmart could be any of them. Um, cucumber, a lemon, and duct tape. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to yeah. try these items? Okay. Yeah. Here you go. Mm. <laughs> yeah. She got Steve Painter. Steve Painter. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I lost focus for a second. 
I went into my Kevin Spacey for just oh, stop it. One second there. There's not much age difference between you and Steve. Just stop it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The weirdest place you ever peed. Weirdest place I ever peed. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be a weird place, but I remember it very well. Well, kind of out of like not the typical bathroom. Okay. Well, it was a tip. Could, could it be a typical bathroom? But the way that I did it was not so cool. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was in a Roy Rogers, and the bathroom was disgusting, and I was offended, so I peed on the wall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. How about that one? Did you make a picture with it? Like a smiley face or something? I, I peed in a sink once, too. Did you really? I did. Was it, was it a low sink? Because if you're, you're no, tall. I don't have the longest legs, though. I have a long torso, so I had to stretch. So there's probably some splashback. What's his name? Aaron Judge. If he had a pee in a sink, it'd be like nothing. He's like six foot eight or yeah, some nonsense. It. Yeah, the guy's peeing out of an office building. Jeez. Okay. So for me, it was when I was in high school and we were partying out in the Pine Barrens. And a friend of mine, John, kept the light on, the headlights on the car mm. so that we could pee in the woods. This is the makings of a horror film. It is. Pretty much. It is. Girls peeing in the woods. <laughs> Wiping their wiping their their hey nanny nannies with some Ready? poison ivy. <laughs> Who even came up with that? I don't know. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. What is the creepiest thing you could say passing a stranger? I tasted your mom. <laughs> oh God! I was just gonna say your fly is undone. Oh, sorry. I may have gone a little overboard wow. there. All righty. Yeah. <laughs> what part of a kid's movie slash TV show scared or scarred you, whichever it was? Oh. I did not like the scene. Later, it didn't bother me. But in the original Willy Wonka film, when they were going through the tunnel. Okay. With that guy's face coming at you over and over again. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I wasn't very happy with him. Okay. And mine was in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Shitty Shitty Gang Bang? <laughs> oh, you Shitty Shitty Gang Bang, Shitty Shitty Gang Bang, we love you. Hee ha, Shitty Shitty Gang Bang, Shitty Shitty Gang Bang. There you go. So tell me what was so disturbing about Shitty Shitty Gang Bang. You can tell that we watch Family Guy. Hey, Lois. Ding, dong. Shitty Shitty Gang Bang. Shitty Shitty Gang Bang. Woo, woo, woo. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity, goo. Dad. Oh, my God. If I had Seth MacFarlane on here, I would just literally pass out. I would pass out, I think. Christian would definitely pass out. All right. So in Chichity Bang Bang, they had a, remember I showed you that creepy guy? He would steal the kids. He'd come out of this little cart and offer them candy. And when the kids came out from like the basement, he would take them and he would put them in this cage. Oh, yeah, so I this was, was family terrified. family entertainment, <gasps> right? I used to hide behind the couch in our living room Aww. when he would come out. He was awful. Ruined a perfectly good movie about a flying car. I know, with, with Dick Van Tuy. Richard Van Lesbian Stop was his it. full name. Just throwing it out there. Okay, Bubba. The mm. kids are going to love this answer for you because I know what you're going to say. 
Go ahead. What's the question? The biggest screw up of a food you made. <laughs> you know what I'm going to yeah, say? Yeah. Okay. It was holiday time, I believe. <gasps> was it the turkey? No. Oh, no. Remember when you took the boiling water from the potatoes? Oh. And it went down your leg. Wait, but here's the best part. No. Yeah. No, but about that. Okay. okay so, yeah. So, it, during a holiday... Uh-huh. Okay, so this is actually kind of funny. Um, I yeah, I, I was pouring uh, the water out from potatoes that were going to become <laughs> delicious mashed potatoes, and it went down onto my Crocs. Okay, so I had little tiny circular Croc burns on my foot, right where all the vent holes were. That was very unpleasant. You know, I looked like a, so, a polka dotted burn victim. You know what's great about you, huh? You laugh at yourself. Oh yeah. I mean, that's that's a great trait. That's when we did traits. That should have been one about you. Is that you do laugh at yourself, and that's oh, a hard thing for people to do. Completely ridiculous. I'm going to give you a hint. Tell me. Oh, tight mac and cheese. Oh yeah. Okay, now. Okay, so, don't make this long. No, I won't. But in the in the uh, cooking world, they talk about tightening sauces up. So I just kept referring to this mac and cheese as tight. I don't know what I did to this thing. I probably doubled the flour or whatever. But this It was it was mac and cheese that quickly became plaster of Paris. But it was Panera mac and cheese. Yeah, it was Panera. It was a knockoff version of Panera's mac and cheese. And you've made it before. I made it before. And I like doubled the recipe, but something clearly one of my measurements was off. Um and this stuff literally turned <laughs> turned into like a brick. Very quickly, the tight mac and cheese. I have lots they of incidents during the, the holidays. Kids love that. Tommy, like all the kids, just love that you said tight. It's yeah, so tight. they're they're sitting there. Tommy's like, man, boy, this food is delicious, especially that tight mac and cheese. <laughs> Whew. <laughs> yeah, the tight mac and cheese was a fun one. Or my spatchcocked bird. Whoa, 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 that, that whoa. did not. Hey, whoa. this is PG here. Whoa, we ain't talking no spatchcocking. <laughs> I don't uh, even know what that means. That's when you remove the rib cage and you lay the bird out flat and mine didn't get done. Why is it called spatchcocking? Because some wacky person decided <laughs> that's German? a good term for something. Und spatchenkuchen. <laughs> okay. All right. So I have a couple. Okay. All right. Mine would be, now think about that. If you and I had just met mm-hmm. at the age we are now, had, you know, divorced or whatever and we're... We would be like loving each other because these are really cool answers. Mm. So if anybody like they could take these, if you're going on a date, you went to Match.com and you're going to hook up with somebody and, you know, and you start getting a little comfortable during the first date, you mm. should whip out a couple of these quite not the weirdest place you ever peed, but yeah. you know, things like, you know, what scarred you in a TV or a movie or whatever. Yeah, or that's or cool. take them to a food store and buy a, uh, you know, duct tape, <laughs> a hardware. lemon, a hammer. Let's see where that goes. Some <laughs> <Okay>. toothpicks. <laughs> okay. So my yeah. biggest screw. Date number one. <laughs> one and done. <laughs> you know where I think I got that from the toothpick? What? That deeper, har- deeper, deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the biggest screw up. Um, for me, well, it was actually a, a, a thing we did together, which was the black Joe cake. Black Joe cake. So oh. I read the, we, two intelligent people we are, 
I graduated with a bachelor's from Trent State College as a teacher, and you could basically write a script for anything, right? Health Pretty and much. safety guy. Whatever. And really smart dude. Yeah, I'm good. So we read. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so we read. <laughs> Just a wizard. <laughs> so we go and we're like okay we've just started dating right no we were, we were just married, just married, married. and mm-hmm. we just thought we we're going to make this black joe cake and we're like it sounds really good joe we're being like, a reference to coffee yes so there's, there's yes a chocolate joe. cake with coffee mm-hmm. in it and it the instructions read you know take coffee take and a, add it in yeah pour a cup pour a cup of coffee into yeah. the ingredients so genius one and genius two we just take out some Folgers crystals. <laughs> we dumped it in. And throw the bastard right in. So people went and ate and they went, yeah. why is this crunchy? It's a texture thing. It has coffee in it. Oh, no, you're supposed to brew the coffee. Oh. So that was a bad one. And also for me was when we were first married, I would make your lunch, which I kind of still do now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made your fruit salad. That wasn't so yummy, yummy. And it had... Instead of sugar, it had salt. Yeah, she sprinkled some salt over the fruit salad. Yeah. So, yeah, it was not so yummy, yummy. Mm. Damn near puckered my face off. Okay. I'm still not over it. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I, I, think I scarred my tongue on oh. that one. Oh. Well, that was fun. Nope, we're not done. Okay. I didn't know you had more questions. I have two. Oh, shoot. I'm, I'm ready to go. Keep going. The dumbest way you have been injured. Oh, I have one oh, vivid God. one of you. Okay, the the dumbest way I think that I've gotten injured, um, we were cooking out in uh, one of our, our homes that we've owned along the way, and somebody cut the ribs up into individual ribs. It wasn't me. It wasn't you. Okay, well, you made it seem like it was no, me. No, no, somebody, a former friend, cut the ribs up into individual ribs, okay? And... I got very irritated because now if you ever, ever cooked on a grill, I had like 80 little riblets that were like parboiled and all this other stuff. And I'm like this. So I, I went and I, I went to kick the ground with my bare foot. I went to kick grass and missed the ground and bashed my toes into the ground. So I was having a little hissy fit um, and I kicked the ground with my bare foot over the million little riblets. Yeah. Did you fall down the steps once too when I mopped the floor? Was that you that fell? That was me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what happened is we had like a linoleum <laughs> floor. from Family Guy when you fell down yeah, the we, steps. Yeah, we had a, a linoleum floor and Laura mopped but <laughs> failed to um, mop up right at the bottom of the stairs. I didn't dry it. It was still She didn't wet. dry it, so yeah. He came so I came down and I all of my weight, it was kind of like... <laughs> All it's like if my my big toe was pointed down, my whole fat ass crushed my big toe. Oh my god! And I don't get me wrong, I felt bad, but now when you know you were fine, and now it's just funny. That's because I started beating the hell out of the vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> I started punching the vacuum, and Over. I started crawling around, going oh oh. <laughs> Yeah, not one of my finer moments. Okay. One of the weirdest ways I hurt myself was when we were in Vero Beach. <gasps> That's an odd one, yeah. It is odd, right? Mm-hmm. And I had a toenail that was not doing well. And our son, who was like four? Yeah, about. He had a little tiny boogie board. And we were at the ocean. 
and it came it came onto the land and the sand part obviously and then it popped my toenail up but not completely yeah it kind of like and lifted it, it like a hood of a car so i'm standing there saying signaling to bub and i'm like yeah you got to come over here and he comes i'm real calm and he's like what happened i went yeah i think my toenail's coming off and he's like what so he picks me up carries me yep through <laughs> through the, the sand, sand yeah across this little boardwalk because the pool's directly on the other side which is really cool about bureau and tries to puts me down. It's like a thousand degrees. Yeah, it's like walking on the tarmac in Las Vegas. And and um, they come over. They take care of me. I go to an emergency room. They they pop the toenail out and all this stuff. But what was really funny was the next day I'm all bandaged up, and this woman comes up to me. And this is how small and private Vero is, and she's like, oh, "Honey, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why?" And she's like. I saw your husband carry you that, you know, you're on a private beach when people see this. And I was like, wow. So that was weird. Christian still feels bad, but I, you know, it's it was just a freak thing. Freak it was a freak things, thing. Yeah. But it was weird. Yeah. Was I mean, weird. what are the odds on a boogie board being shot up by a wave and nailing you right in the, but actually the it was toe. a blessing in disguise because that toenail needed to be popped off. Right. Yeah. And then Dracula is the one that popped it off. <laughs> This dude oh, had the accent, the whole deal. Pretty sure he had a cape, and he was coming in going, I'm going to remove the nail. <laughs> You're behind Yeah, I, I was. Stuff. I was behind him, and I was walking like I had a cloak in front of me. Nobody can see that, what you were just doing. Yeah, I was cloaking my face through the night <laughs> like a vampire. <laughs> okay, so the last question. Yes. The most useless talent. Okay. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna show us your your? I might be able to do it. Go ahead. Um, I can play the Benny Hill theme song on my nose. <clears throat> Ready? Here let it me, goes. Let me swallow before I spit. Go ahead. Hey. Well, that isn't. <laughs> this conversation just took another turn. What number is that on the chart? Oh my god! I didn't realize. Oh. Said. Wow. Okay. I'm marrying that one. Here we go. <gasps> Benny Hill on my nose. <laughs> there you go. That was so good, Bubba. Ladies and gentlemen. That was great. Benny Hill Nasal Edition. That was awesome. What podcast did you ever hear that on? I forgot you did that. I think that's, well, I'm, I'm a man of many obscure talents. Um, that's probably a pretty obscure one. That was one. really awesome. Well, thank you. I thought you were going to do your drumming. No. Because you're pretty I'm, good at that. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at, at table drumming. Didgeridoo playing, I can do that. Mm-hmm. That's an unusual you skill. You can do magic tricks. I could, yep. I have a giant magical thumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Laura. Laura, what is your special You're talent? You're going to laugh. Tell me. My very fast river dancing. <gasps> it is awesome. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like if you ever had one of them little robots that you over you overturn and it starts going really, really fast. I had one of them. 
Yeah, that's what it's kind of like, though. She does this river dance, and her little feet are going 300 miles an hour. I love it. It's one of those things that I just started doing to be goofy, and they're like, Mom, she goes, River dance. Yeah, she goes, River dance. You know, kind of like Roadhouse. She goes, River dance. And she starts doing this little, this river dance. And it's absolutely funny because her little feet go like, she has these tiny little feet. But my feet. whole body stays kind of straight. Yeah. I just do the feet thing, just yeah. like they do. It's awesome. Yeah. I love What's the river his name? dance. What's his name? The river dance guy? Yeah. Michael, Michael Flatley? Yeah. Okay. I challenge him. To a river dance I off. do. I do. Bring it on, Flatleaf. <laughs> Flatleaf. Yeah. <laughs> What you got there, you Irishman? I <gasps> challenge right, ye so, to a river dance. Oh, I like that accent. Mm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> you sound like Daniel. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this was the we did in under an hour, under which an is hour. a miracle. It was very good. It was very it's good. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I do think we do need to explore this with a real world couple. I think so. That's in that scenario. I think that I would do. be a, a fantastic conversation. Mm-hmm. I because do Because I think we'll get a little insights into um, what each of them get out of that. Yeah. That kind of a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, does, does someone who's a little older um, feel connected to youth or feel a little younger about themselves? Where the younger person might be getting, uh, you know, somebody with more who's more established, more experience, um, you know, lived a different kind of life. Who knows? I mean, I think it'd be an interesting conversation. Okay. All right, sweetheart. All right. Well, um, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, this was entertaining for you. Um, and uh, you can catch us on our socials, you know, up on the old uh, Instagram, socials. Twitter, and uh, the Facebook. Search us at peanutbutterandjody.com. Catch up on all of our old episodes if this is your first time with us. Yeah, and can we say thank you for everyone who's listening? Because, you know, our little... Our little uh, uh, listenership has grown. Has grown a bit. Yeah, we yeah, actually. Nice. Um, from, we have a review up there, too, if you want to check it out. Yeah, and I think there's a couple more coming. Um, but there was... Um, we saw a nice bump in, in people listening this past week, so... And, you know, thank you, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. For that review. It's an it excellent review. It was beautiful. Review. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. If thank she's you listening. So much. Yes, if you're listening to us, Miss Ms. McAdams, thank you so much. And uh, we will uh, catch you guys on the flip side, and we will chat again soon. Yep. See ya. Bye.